This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh House. Let's get into it, gentlemen. The Miami Dolphins were without a handful of offensive linemen last week. They were without Terry Kill last week, but all signs point to Hill's return. Offensive linemen, it's still a little questionable. It looks like Robert Hunt will be out. It looks like Austin Jackson's really iffy. It's a crazy scenario when Theron Armstead is your healthiest starting offensive lineman. So, gentlemen, how are we feeling about this Miami Dolphins offense? That it might be hard to believe, but they, I, I swear, I promise, they are getting slightly healthier. Uh, they are. And, you know, Austin Jackson and Robert Hunt uh, did not practice at the time we're recording this here. But, you know, Robert Hunt is is somebody who's been week to week for a while now with that hammy injury. And it's it's unlike other injuries because it's it's not like a pain tolerance thing with Robert Hunt and the, the hamstring. If the hammy is given out on you, if you ever, ever had a hamstring injury, if that's given out on you, you can't lift your leg. You can't drive. You can't do anything. So if, if I were a betting man, I, I would say that he's out at least another week. You know, Austin Jackson if he doesn't play this week, I don't see a real big drop-off pass protection-wise from he and to Kendall Lamb. You could even possibly make the argument that just purely in pass protection, Kendall Lamb is as good or better than Austin Jackson right now. Not by much, but uh, – and that's a huge matchup because whoever the right tackle is is going to go up against Micah Parsons, and he is the best in the NFL at abusing right tackles. You know, just last week uh, – the Cowboys game, you know, Josh Allen only drops back 21 times, but Micah Parsons didn't have a sack, but he had seven pressures and 21 dropbacks. So he's somebody that you can expect. He, he is one of the few players in the NFL as a pass rusher. You can expect uh, that, that he's going to be in your face. Now, the, the positive side of that is when you take a look at who the Dolphins have played this year, um, you know, who have had dominant pass rushers, you know, my, uh, Max Crosby, we didn't hear much in the Raiders game from him. 
Uh, Matt Judon, you know, he had one sack in the Patriots game early in the year, but other than that, nothing. So the Dolphins have done a really good job of neutralizing teams who have just one dominant pass rusher. Yeah, I agree is with you. I, again, Josh, do you think is it? Do you think when you have these injuries, is it all about? Is it a Durham Smythe game? You feeling? I mean, I feel like it. I mean, like he said, I mean, Micah Parsons is without question the best defensive player in football, right? I mean, so you have to figure out a way to stop him. Um, you mentioned not that crazy of a drop off, I guess, between Austin Jackson and uh, Kendall Lamb, but I think either of those guys would have a hell of a time when it's Mike Parsons. So you're absolutely right, man. They did a very good job earlier in the year against some of the more elite pass rushers, but this matchup to me is an absolute, uh, you know, completely different monster than what they've seen. So yeah, if you got to use Durham Smythe, I'm all for that. You guys were talking about the offensive line. Uh, Barry Jackson said um, the only starter that might be available again is uh, Teron Armstead. So that would mean it would be um, right next to him would be what Lester Cotton, Liam Eikenberg at center, Robert Jones and Kendall Lamb. So that's looking like our starting lineup against, again, a very um, solid pass rush that the Dolphins might have some issues with. So that's definitely a matchup I'm intrigued by. I'm kind of upset Austin Jackson is not going to be in this one because I was in, interested to see a way matched up against, again, an elite pass rusher, if not the most elite. So what's Mike McDaniel's process this week? I mean, James Cook last week went absolutely ballistic. Uh, 179 yards, that's 7.2 yards per carry against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, This is a Dallas Cowboys team that is 0-3 on the road against teams that are above 500. How does it feel, Dallas Cowboys fans? How does it feel? And then you have a Dolphins team, though. We know how good they are at running the football, so you instantly go, okay, the Dolphins are going to run the football. And then you get into this weird Prince's Bride loop because you think, no, the Cowboys think the Dolphins are going to run the football and they have Tyree kill back. So instead they're going to run the foot or they're going to pass the football. See, I'm already lost in the loop. Cat help me out here. What is Mike McDaniel doing? What is he thinking as we get closer to Sunday? Keep running the ball. I mean, look, keep running the ball and go off that because when you do that, you take pressure off of the offensive line that Josh was talking about. I mean, they're look, they've got a lot of injuries but if you keep running the ball downhill and then work off play action, that's been the Dolphins' golden ticket. And it's not only that, but it's also helped them minimize mistakes in the last game, too. And when you look at the Cowboys defensively, you know, they hadn't allowed a 100-yard rusher all year. And then James Cook absolutely goes off on them. 25 carries, 179 yards. You know, the Cowboys couldn't do anything uh, in run defense. And, you know, if you if the Dolphins can stress that run defense again, just like the Bills did, where they're paying attention to the pass, that's going to be huge for them because I mean, look, they they don't have Leighton Van Der Esch a linebacker. He's out for the year. He's been out since the beginning of the year. They drafted Mozzie Smith in the first round. He really hasn't been a factor. Had his, had their lone sack in the last game, but really hasn't been that factor against the run. So, you know, and a linebacker, they the last time I checked have three active off-ball linebackers even on their roster. So if the Dolphins can continue to plug away and and run the ball downhill against them and then work off play action, I think that's the best way to go as opposed to, you know, having to a drop back 40 times. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
got your happy price, price line. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly how it attack them, right? Come out and run the football, run it down their throat, continue to, like you mentioned, you know, give that offensive line not only confidence, but make uh, the Dallas Cowboys defense stay honest. You had said 179 yards for James Cook. It was 266 total yards. I don't know if Jake Price said that. Um, most had two touchdowns last week. We know he broke the record. I think HN practiced today, so he'll be back out there. Um, Dolphins driving to 5.1 yards per carry. That's first in the league and 139.6 yards per game on the ground. So um, I'm with you guys. I think we need to run the football. But doesn't that make you a little bit uh, squirmish and think that maybe Mike McDaniel, like Jake said, might, you know, big brain a little bit, maybe come out here and try to, you know, okay, Tyreek's healthy. Let's give him some bubble screens early in this game. Let's get that passing game going because um, why else? But, yeah, I think we run the football, and that'll be the the right way to start against, again, a good Cowboys defense. I'll tell you what I loved uh, last week is uh, the Dolphins, they get to the three-yard line. They run the ball with Mostert, he gets stopped. They run it again with Mostert, he gets stopped. And I think, oh, there's no way they're not going to pass the ball in this. They run it again. He gets in the end zone. Like, stay with it um, on the ground. And uh, like you said, Josh, I think that's what they're going to do. And you heard of McDaniel during hard knocks. I think he even was saying to himself, and I'm going to run it again here and different things like that. No, I'm just curious because I think it was the Seattle game. It was like the third play of the game where Dallas, I think, Dan Quinn is an absolutely outstanding defensive coordinator. And I think this is a team that's going to enter knowing that, hey, we struggle against the run. Jonathan Hankins is another player in the middle of that defense who I do not think is going to be there, a defensive tackle. Um, so I'm curious because there was, it was like the third play of the game, DK Metcalf went 70 yards to the house against the Cowboys to begin the game, where I do think, McDaniel, if we go back to these one-play drives that he likes to predict all of a sudden, I do think early in this game there is going to be that opportunity to smoke the Dallas Cowboys early, get that one big haymaker. And I think what makes the Cowboys so successful is because they have an outstanding offense and then they have a pass rush that can feed against feed off of that. So as the Cowboys start putting up points, opposing offenses aren't going to run the football because they have to keep up. If you can come out and punch them early, maybe with that one big playmaker, like a, hey, welcome back, Tyree Kill, that type of situation. I'm curious to see if you could put the Cowboys in the box, but also at the same time, I'm very well aware that that one play, that could be that one play drive, could be a pick six going the other direction. Yeah, they lost uh, Trayvon Diggs for the year early in the season, and he's somebody that I, you know, he made the Pro Bowl last year unbelievable amount of interceptions in his career and but he's also somebody that despite the amount of interceptions he's had is also someone too that's given up an unbelievable amount of yardage so he goes down for the year they put Duran Bland in and he's the exact same player where he's got seven interceptions and set the league record for five pick sixes you know five weeks before the season ends but he's kind of the same player where he's very feast or famine. So that's going to be a fascinating matchup with Stefan Gilmore and Deron Bland going up against Jalen Waddle and a Tyree kill where who's going to, who's going to be who are out, out of those in, in those matchups, who's going to make the most plays. I'm just laughing. Cause um, was it, what was his name? Was it Sammy Parker, Jake, that I was telling you about? We were uh, talking about how Shannon Sharp was sitting there ragging on Tutankhamen below, and they asked him, like, name any guy they was throwing to him. What was it, 2020? And he said Sammy Parker or something like that. I remember days of Sammy Parker, a.k.a. Devontae Parker, absolutely putting Stephon Gilmore in a, a oh, blender. But so it's absolutely an interesting matchup. Um, you mentioned Darren Bland. I mean, and Jake, you pick six. I mean, is that not just our biggest fear and just something that – you almost, I mean, we all love to a time of a little, but we've almost come to expect one of those, uh, you know, a ball right into a linebacker 
or cornerback's chest at least once once every three games. So um, I could see Darren Bland maybe getting his uh, what you said he had five. This would be a six then, but yeah. I don't I don't want to speak that into existence. He's gonna get carved up. Tyree Kill's gonna and you just put did. him in a blender, and Stephon Gilmore's gonna put him in a blender. No, I'm changing my, I'm changing what I'm saying. I'm just... I think this could be a big game for HN. Uh, there's something to the point of playing against a team in the opposite conference, and there's something on top of that of playing them on the road. Uh, if you kind of power rank every game in a 17-game schedule, these are the games the lowest that'd be on the bottom of the list, right? When you're thinking about who you can lose against. So I'm wondering if they could find a scenario early on where you put A-chan out on the field, and this could be a game for him where the Cowboys aren't used to maybe seeing that much speed at once, where you can kind of catch them off guard with a couple big plays there, especially with that wide zone scheme. Yeah, you're right. And every opponent that the Dolphins face is not used to seeing four guys on the field at the same time with the speed of Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddell, Devon Ache, and Raheem Mostert. And that is, you know, they Dolphins have two significant advantages on both sides of the ball here as we go as we go into these three games. You're not going to see the speed that the that the Dolphins bring on offense. And then defensively, you're not going to see uh, a a defense a defensive back group as talented as the Miami Dolphins when they are healthy. And it looks like they're going to get Xavier Howard, Javon Holland, and Deshaun Elliott back in this game.